beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning that God has given us today. We are excited uh, once again to be coming to you live from our platform, gracechapter.online.church. What a blessing. This is the place that we call home and we are happy if you're here for the very first time. We welcome you to this beautiful service. I'm sure you've already uh, enjoyed you know, the worship, the time to give to the Lord. And I believe that it has been a blessing to you. Let's make sure that we maximize and we use this platform as we ought to. Uh, send a prayer request if you've got any, uh, you know, give feedback. We want to know what God is doing in your life. Say amen, comment. Uh, we are a family and we interact, we talk, we are in church and we ought to be joyful in the presence of the Lord. Praise God, praise God, praise God. So today uh, we are bringing a close to chapter number two of the book of Esther chapter number two of the book of Esther it has been an amazing journey through chapter number two and we are sharing on the message that I've entitled represent him well this is the lesson represent him well represent him well Esther chapter number two verse number 22 Bible says so the matter became known to Mordecai who told Queen Esther and Esther informed the king in Mordecai's name. So the matter became known to Mordecai, who told Queen Esther, and Esther informed the king in Mordecai's name. Well, we talked talk last week about verifying. Uh, this is the plot that the two doorkeepers of the king uh, devised to overthrow the king, kill the king, uh, probably take over the kingdom or bring confusion in the kingdom and now the bible says when mordecai knew of the matter he spoke to esther now the lesson is coming from what esther did esther informed the king in mordecai's name okay esther informed the king in mordecai's name now mordecai did not go into the chambers of the king Mordecai did not get into the palace. Mordecai was still outside, you know, by the door, by the gate, where he always worked. And Esther is the one who carried the word to the king. Now, I want you to see the integrity of Esther here. It is very easy for people who carry information, especially information that is likely to give them mileage, information that is likely, you know, to elevate them, to present that information in its purity. You know, Esther could have said, well, um, I just knew there is a plot, you know, for some reason. I knew about the plot to, to topple you and to topple your, your, your kingdom and to kill you um, and not say anything about Mordecai. All right. Or Esther could have just said, well, I just had and not mentioned about a person and maybe present herself as the one who has actually unearthed the plot. But Esther did the honorable thing. And when she went into the palace of the king she did not uh, you know leave out the name of Mordecai she made sure that she spoke in the name of Mordecai although Mordecai is not seen but this is Mordecai who unearthed the plot this is Mordecai who discovered what these guys uh, are planning and I will speak not in my own name but I'll speak in the name of Mordecai okay so I wrote here in whose name do you speak in your own life if there's something that is happening you speak in whose name are you able to speak in the name 
of other people. If something good has been done by somebody, are you able to represent that person well, even in a place where they are not? Or you will represent yourself. You will forget about the people and you begin to talk about yourself, elevate yourself, you know, beautify your CV because you don't want others to be elevated or others to be appreciated. Are you able to have the integrity of speaking in the name of another and represent them well, even in their absence? Now, this is very important. Okay, this is very important. If your subordinate at work uh, comes up with a fantastic idea, are you able as a manager, as a senior, to go to your bosses and present it as an idea that came from your subordinate? Are you able to speak in his name? Or, well, the name that will go there is no longer his name, the other person's name, but it is now your name that is going. I, I worked under some leadership at some point, and, uh, you know, this is very natural, you know, where you, you do something good uh, in your church, but when people present it, they present it as if they are the ones who did it. Because whoever has got access to the top, you know, he is the one who is able to speak the way they want, you know, the, 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 the issue to be taken or the issue to be known. But I want you as a child of God to make a decision that in everything that you are going to do, you will represent even those who are not present well. You will speak as it is, even though it will make those around you to be elevated, to be respected, you know, to have doors open for them, learn to represent others well. Praise God. Now, what do we learn now from this, apart from what we ought to do, you know, in terms of where we work, where we stay, where we live, you know, in our communities? This is what we have to learn. We, as God's children, we have to learn to represent and to talk about His name. Praise God. We have to learn to talk about His name, even though He is not physically present, not seen by men, but when we go to the world, the world will see us. Are we able to speak in His name? Are we able to preach in His name when we stand every time ministering the gospel? Are we going to speak about our names? Are we going to speak about what we have acquired? Or we are going to represent Him well? Every time you talk about your success story, whose name comes up tops? Every time you talk about your blessing, every time you talk about the houses that you have, whose name will people hear at the end? Are people going to hear about how hardworking you are? Are people going to hear about how intelligent you are? Are people going to be hearing only about, you know, how smart you are in making decisions, in, 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 in taking care of things around you? Are you not going to forget the name of the person who has made all things possible for you? Are you not going to ignore Mordecai because this opportunity to unveil this, you know, scandal or this plot has got a chance to elevate you? Are you going to speak well and to speak in the name of the one who has saved you? Now look at this. Esther's life was Mordecai's project. Okay? We're going to explain as we go. Esther's life was Mordecai's project. So because Esther's life was Mordecai's project, Esther made it a point that I will talk about Mordecai even in places where Mordecai 
may not, not naturally be seen, but I will make sure that I talk about him. I will make his name known. Alright? I will make his name known. So, Mordecai, adoption. It was Mordecai. When we talk about ad adoption, Mordecai is at the center of the adoption. When we talk about provision, Mordecai is at the center of provision. When we talk about protection, Mordecai was Esther's protection. Mordecai was Esther's wisdom. Mordecai was the way maker for Esther. There was no way Esther was going to get into the palace without Mordecai. There was no way Morde Esther was going to have provision without Mordecai. There was no way Morde uh, Esther was going to live a comfortable life without Mordecai adopting Esther. So the life of Esther was a project of Mordecai. The wisdom to keep quiet, the wisdom to know the time, the wisdom to know what to do when she gets into the palace, it was all about Mordecai. It was all Mordecai working in the background. Now this is now the opportunity that you have before the king to talk about what is happening. Are you going, Esther, to lift up the name of the man who has always been behind the scenes, working where he is not seen? Are you going to stand out and say, there is a man who has been my adoption, my provision, my protection, my way maker, my wisdom, the man who has made it possible for me to be where I am today. And because I have this opportunity with the king, I will make sure that I will lift up the name of Mordecai and let it be known that the one who is preserving the kingdom for the king, it's not me, Esther, but it is the man by the name Mordecai. A man probably despised, but he is the reason why the kingdom will be saved. Praise the Lord. He is the reason why the kingdom will be saved. So I want you to say to yourself, I will speak in the name of the Lord. I will speak in the name of the Lord. It should be your desire. It should be your heart that you speak in the name of the Lord. Now look at you and me. Our lives, because in the story, at this particular you know, juncture in this, in, this, in this chapter, Mordecai is representing, he's a type of the Christ. The one who is there working behind the scenes. When we started this whole thing, we say that the name of the Lord is not mentioned in the book of Esther, but his fingerprints are all over. If you care to look for him and see him, you will definitely see him. And we see Jesus at work. We see God at work throughout. And we say that if we are to give the theme for this book, we will say Waymaker. God is the Waymaker. The one working behind the scenes and, you know, coming up with this amazing plan to save his people. Amazing plan to elevate his people. Amazing plan to give restoration, you know, to restore the dignity of the people who were slaves in a foreign land. So we learn that we have got a man who did all the work for us. We have got a man who paid the price, a man who died for us on the cross, a man who was made poor so that we may become rich, a man who took our curse so that we may become blessed, a man who took our sickness so that we may be healed. When we go out in our workplaces, in the marketplace, when we go out in our communities, are we, when people are looking at us and say, well, you look so healthy, you know, you have got perfect health, are we going to talk about the diet? Are we going to talk about how we gym? Are we going to talk about, is it going to end with us at the center? Or we will present the name 
of the Lord. And will say, there is one who has made me whole. There is one who has given me perfect health. It's not really about me because there are other people who are going to the gym. There are other people who are eating healthy, but they are probably not experiencing you know, the, the health that you are experiencing. How about we lift up the name of Jesus and we speak in his name. In everything that we do, we speak in his name. You make it a point. When people say you are bright, you are sharp, you say there is a man. There is a man who has given me the gifts that I possess. When they say, well, you preach so well, you explain scriptures so well, it should never end with you at the center. It should never end with you as the one who does the reading. Because there are many others who are doing the reading. By the way, the Ethiopian eunuch had his Bible. He was doing the reading. And when Philip came, he says, do you understand what you are reading? So you can read and yet not have understanding. So when you have understanding, you have to know that there is a man. And you have to learn to speak in the name of that man. Praise God. Right? Your righteousness. There is a name. There is a name. You have to speak in the name of the Lord. You say, it is not mine. It is his righteousness. Forgiveness. When people say, well, you look so free. You are always joyful. You are always happy. You say, there is a man who has given me the joy. And you speak in the name of the one who has done everything for you. Though not physically seen, but always present. Though not physically seen, but he is the one who is busy working on your behalf to give you the victory that you so much desire. Now look at this. Verse 22 again. So the matter became known to Mordecai, who told Queen Esther. And if you go to 23 now, the king confirms, he has verified, he realizes it's true, these guys uh, were plotting to kill me. And he kills them. Alright, hangs them on gallows. The kingdom has been restored. Who is the man behind everything that you are going to see from chapter 2? I mean, from chapter 3 going forward, it is Mordecai. The stability in the land is Mordecai. The king reigning, it is Mordecai. Who has given even Esther an opportunity to continue to reign, it is Mordecai. Praise God. It is Mordecai. So I, I, I picture whatever is happening from chapter 3 as what is happening after the cross. Alright? It is what is happening after the cross. Now the kingdom was now in the hands of God who used Mordecai to bring back the kingdom that the enemy wanted to snatch away. And Mordecai comes in and he says, you know, there is a plot and we need to reverse the plot. The plot is reversed and there is a chance again for the man to continue to reign, for the kingdom to continue to go forward. Why? Because there is a man who is not there for his own glory, but who is there for the glory of others. A man who is doing it, not because he wants anything in return, but a man who is doing it purely for the love, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, so that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have life everlasting. Come on church, we have life everlasting because there is a man. And whenever you have an opportunity to speak about your life, Make sure that it does not end before you raise the name of the one who deserves all the, all the glory and all the honor. The one who paid the ultimate price for your salvation and my salvation, your forgiveness and my forgiveness, your joy and my joy, your peace 
and my peace. He is the one who stood on the gap and interceded for us before the Father and brought victory to us. There is a man that you need to talk about all the time in your life and his name is Jesus. Praise God. Now look at this, 2 Corinthians chapter number 4, verse number 5. 2 Corinthians chapter number 4, verse number 5. The Bible says, For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your born servants, for Jesus' sake. For we do not preach ourselves. When you have an opportunity to preach, do not preach yourself. I'm not talking about, you know, a Sunday service where you are behind the camera and you're doing the preaching. No. In your community, when you are preaching, make sure that it is not about yourself. Do not preach yourself. Preach Jesus. Do not preach yourself when you have an opportunity to preach. Preach Jesus. When people ask you, how did you make it this far? Jesus. At the end of your story, everybody must stand up and clap their hands and honor Jesus. And say, it is Jesus not the messenger. Esther was a messenger. Esther was the messenger. You have to know your position. You are a messenger. Your life, you know, Paul says our lives are epistles. They are letters that are being read. So when people look at your life, they must see the message and that message is Jesus. You know, don't talk about yourself. Don't talk about, you know, what you have accomplished on your own. Don't talk about you know uh, where you were born don't talk about your background make sure the name of jesus has been raised in your life so he says for we do not preach ourselves but christ jesus the lord and ourselves your born servants for jesus sake know your position all right second corinthians chapter 5 verse number 20. second corinthians 5 verse number 20 it says now then we are ambassadors for christ we represent Christ. Okay? So, Esther, as you are getting in to the palace to meet the king, know you are representing the man who has unveiled the plot. Make, make sure you represent. Don't forget as you get in there that you are representing a man who adopted you. You are representing a man who was your protection. A man who was your wisdom. A man who was your way maker. A man whose idea made you join the pageant. A man whose wisdom kept you in the pageant. A man whose love, you know, brought you to a palace, brought you to a place where you became queen. Make sure that when you have an opportunity, you represent him. I don't know if you're hearing me this morning, but I want it to, you know, to sink deep in your heart. Because many a times in our lives, we forget who we are representing. When we begin, you know, people begin to elevate us, people beginning to celebrate us, you know, with our achievements, with our education, with our qualifications, with our careers, with our opportunities, with our businesses. Sometimes we forget the one we, who we represent. Sometimes we forget we were adopted. Sometimes we forget we were washed with the precious blood of the Lamb. Sometimes we forget that we are only where we are because we are not walking in condemnation. Sometimes we forget that we were not wise. Sometimes we forget we were not of a noble birth, but the one who takes the foolish things of this world and, you know, confounds the wise, he is the one who is behind our story. And every time I have an opportunity, I will raise this banner. Every time I have an opportunity, I will talk about them. 
I will shout on rooftops what he has done for me. And where he is not, I am there representing him because I am an ambassador, an ambassador of Christ. So where he is not, I will represent him, knowing that he is, lives in me fully. And where people are not seeing him physically, they should be able to see him through me. And when I open my mouth, they should know whom I represent. And his name is Jesus. Praise the Lord. His name is Jesus. So he says, now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us. Right? Pleading through us. Mordecai was speaking through Esther. Mordecai was speaking through Esther. We have to be speaking. Jesus speaking through us. Jesus speaking through you. We implore you on Christ's behalf. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Alright? On Christ's behalf. You're not representing yourself, my brother. On Christ's behalf. At what point? If you are shy because you want to accommodate the Muslims, you want to accommodate, you know, the Hindus, you want to accommodate the heathens, you never mention that it is Jesus who has brought you where you are. You decide to keep quiet and you say, I will not talk about Mordecai, you know, lest it, 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 it you know, there, there, there are questions. You now, if, if Mordecai is the one, how come Mordecai told you? You know, because Mordecai just works at the gate. How come Mordecai got the boldness to come to you, Esther, and tell you? You know, sometimes you're like, you know what? I may lose my position if I talk about Jesus. So I will hide my identity. I will hide, you know, the identity of the one who has saved me. I will hide the identity of the one who has, you know, adopted me. I want you. No wonder why we are not persecuted for the name of Jesus. Because we never talk about him. People never get to know whom we represent. We are so, we, we, we so much flow with everybody else to the point that we forget that we do not represent ourselves, but we represent Jesus. Right? So, I wrote here, the weight of what Mordecai did overshadowed the deliverer of the message. Do you understand the weight of what Jesus did? If you understand the weight of what Jesus did, he is saving a kingdom. It's no longer about you now. It is now the kingdom that is being saved. Mordecai saved you. Mordecai worked in you. Mordecai provided for you. But now it is the opportunity of Mordecai to save the entire kingdom. Will you let people know that it is the same Mordecai who was there for you, who is now there for the king and the kingdom? Right? So that everything that will happen after this particular point, people will look back and say, it was Mordecai. It was Mordecai. Who saved the king? It was Mordecai. Who saved the kingdom? It was Mordecai. Who ensured there is peace? It was Mordecai. Who ensured that there is continuity? It was Mordecai. And in this case, it is Jesus. Who gave me life when the devil came, beat me up, religion came, beat me up, left me for dead. Who gave me a second chance? The good Samaritan. Whose name is that? Who is he? It is Jesus. Who took me, bandaged me, paid for everything? It is Jesus. Who is the one? When there was a handwriting of ordinances that were written against me, who came and blotted everything? It is Jesus. We should learn to talk about him more often. We should learn, no, no matter how unpopular, we may become after talking about him it doesn't it doesn't matter but what he did for me it overshadows it overshadows the deliverer of the message 
to the extent that I don't even need to talk about myself, people should see the Savior. Because the Bible says when he is lifted up, he will draw many unto himself. Acts chapter number 4 verse 17. Acts chapter 4 verse 17. Now the Bible says, But so that it spreads no further. You know, the disciples had healed. Peter and John, they had healed, you know, this, this guy who was lame. And the Bible says, But so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them. That from now on they speak to no one in this name. You know, the devil does not mind you going around talking as long as you are not talking in his name. In the name of Jesus. Right? So they said, Let, let's threaten them severely. Threaten them with the prospect of losing the job. Alright? So I'll keep quiet about my Savior lest I lose my job. I'll keep quiet about my Savior lest I'm kicked out of the community where I stay. I'll keep quiet. I will not make mention of his name. Jeremiah tried it. He said, I said, I will not make, make mention of his name. But his word was like fire shut up in my bones. We need a generation of radical people who will not be silenced because of money. Radical people who will not be silenced because of positions. Who will not be silenced because they want to fit in. Who will not be silenced because they want promotion. But people who lift up the name of Jesus. Isn't it beautiful to be fired from work because you lifted up the name of Jesus? Isn't it beautiful you know, to say, well, there is money there. But I will not take money uh, in, in, in exchange for silence. But I will continue to talk about Jesus even though it may be popular with the people that are around me. So they say, let's threaten them. So that they will speak. A, good, a very good example, the Chief Justice of South Africa. The guy is always talking about his faith. Well, everybody has got the freedom. You have got your faith, talk about your faith. The other one, you have got your faith, talk about your faith. But I've got a constitutional right to talk about my faith. To talk about my, my, my Savior. To talk about Jesus. When I pray, I pray in His name. And when you pray, you pray in the name of whoever that you believe in. But I will not be silenced. He's a very good example that comes to mind right now of a man who will not be silenced. Even you say, well, it compromises his job, it compromises the credibility of his office, but he refused to be silenced. He keeps on talking, he keeps on raising the name of Jesus because that's what he believes. Imagine we've got five people like that in places of authority who will say, yes, you might have legalized homosexuality, but in the kingdom where I belong, in my faith, it is not of God. It is seen. Uh, it doesn't matter how you take it. It doesn't matter how you take me. Yes, I respect the fact that it is in the constitution. But when it comes to what I believe, I choose to speak the name of the one who raised me. I speak the name of the one who adopted me. I will not keep quiet. I will make sure that in a house on the house tops, I will shout it out until everybody knows that I am bought by the precious blood of Jesus. Verse 18, the Bible says, So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all or teach in the name of Jesus. Have you ever heard sermons that start from start to finish? And everybody, you know, the preacher is talking about his houses, he's talking about his cars, he's talking about how he has made his money, and he's talking about everything. Well, and everybody's clapping hands and everybody feels motivated. You know, the devil doesn't mind as long as the name of Jesus is not 
spoken of. Do you know that preaching Jesus is not saying Jesus in the sermon? Preaching Jesus is speaking about what he did and that there is no any other name that can save us except the name of Jesus. You cannot be preaching about yourself just like those Nigerian movies where people talk about demons the whole time for two hours and five minutes to God be the glory. Alright? To God be the glory at the end. Come on, we are not like that. From start to finish, we will raise the banner. From start to finish, the people will know. In my introduction, the name of Jesus, I'll speak in his name. Right? In the body of my story, the name of Jesus. In my conclusion, the name of Jesus. I will not leave Jesus for the last, you know, two sentences of my story. Then Jesus then fits in as if he's coming through the back door. It's going to be all about Jesus. When I stand before the king and tell him about the plot, it's going to be about Jesus. It's going to be about Mordecai. I'll make sure that they know that it is him. All right. Praise God. It is him. It is him. It is him. I wrote here, when they have an opportunity to sing a song about your life, will they put your name in there or they'll put the name of Jesus? When they are to write a story about your life, when books are to be written, what are they going to say in that book? Is it going to be you, Esther, the messenger? Or is it going to be the one who has unveiled and brought deliverance to the kingdom and his name is Jesus? When they are going to compose songs, what kind of songs will they be? When it's going to be a movie to be acted, where is Jesus going to fit in? Ask yourself today, are you doing a good job? representing Jesus wherever you go are you doing a good job not only by what you say but how you carry yourself how you talk how you live are you representing him well we are not representing ourselves there is one who died for us was buried and rose up again on the third day and his name in my story will be the only name that we'll talk about I don't mind my name being overshadowed by the name of the one who bought me with his precious blood, who laid not silver or gold, but who laid down his life for me. It is his name that is going to be raised in my life. If ever a story is going to be told in years to come about Dan, let it be Jesus at the center of it all. If ever there are going to be songs, let people remove my name and put only the name of Jesus because without him I am nothing the Bible says once we were not a people but now we are the children of the Most High God why because of Jesus Jesus through and through now as I, I, I conclude the message why is it important to put the name of Mordecai there because there is honor that is going to come and that honor must go to the person who deserves the honor the name was written of the man who was behind in the book of Chronicles. And the name was written as Mordecai. You know, imagine when you meet people and you talk about Jesus and they, they, they sort of ignore. But in their hearts, the name of Jesus is already registered. And one day they will not find rest and they will decide to honor. They will not call you to honor you, but they will honor the man that you talked about what is it that will remain in the people long after you are gone 
will it be how hard you worked but your, or about your faith in the one who bought you I want it to be about the one that you raised so that the king will say what was done for the one a man who honored the king in this fashion and says let's honor him Jesus must be honored and him alone I want to invite you today if you have not made a decision to say yes to what he did for you you can say yes to him you can say yes to Jesus you can receive the life of God only by saying Lord I know that I am a sinner but I thank you for the finished work of the cross I thank you for your life that you gave for me I thank you for the righteousness that you gave me I thank you Lord for the adoption papers that are already there on the table I will sign the adoption papers and say yes by saying yes today you click that button and somebody is gonna talk to you somebody is gonna minister to you and lead you and help you in this new journey that you are starting of celebrating the one man who matters the one man who is behind the victory who is behind the salvation of the kingdom and that man is Jesus the songwriters they say sweetest carol ever sung sweetest name on mortal time and that name is Jesus and to him and him alone belongs all the glory the honor and the praise I speak healing over you now in the name of Jesus I command every pain in your body to live in Jesus mighty name I speak perfection from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet I command every plan of the devil to live in the name of Jesus we abort every plan of the wicked one even as we declare the Lordship of God I thank you father in the name of Jesus for the revelation of every plot of the wicked one and I thank you because you already accomplished this for your children on the cross and now we walk in the victory of the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ even as we raise the banner of victory and raise your name and your name alone we give you praise father in the name that is above every name thank you for providing for your people and thank you for meeting every need and thank you for every testimony that is only you and you alone behind we give you praise in Jesus wonderful name amen come on praise God give God a shout of praise I want you to just comment in that uh, comment section amen give God praise and thank God for what he did for us and remember all the time we need to represent him well because it's all about Jesus it's not about man it's not about you it's not about me it's about Jesus it's not about the name of your church it is about the name of your Savior it is not about the name of your birthplace it's the name of your Savior and if people are to hear anything they should not hear about where you went to school it's immaterial what you did it's immaterial all those things must be overshadowed by the only name that should stand out all the time and that is the name of Jesus come on give God praise see you next week you are blessed and highly favored stranger to failure winner by nature it's either we win or we win always above and not beneath you are blessed